Hello everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host, my VAR-hating co-host, Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. Particular bad mood this week, so sorry for the uh, for the tone of my voice, but I'm still not over what happened on Saturday afternoon. So yeah, you're going to get a morbid, uh, morbid me today. So for anyone unaware, we had uh, Manchester City against Spurs. City to win, both teams to score on the bomb-proof treble. Um, the previous two games already come in and obviously City had that goal disallowed in the 90th minute thanks to VAR, um, which would have won it 3-2 for them and won the bomb-proof treble for us and uh, hopefully any of you that got on it as well. But it wasn't to be. We'll cover that a bit more Later in the show, um, I'm sure you've got a few choice words to say on the matter, Tom. Yeah, one or two. One or two, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking forward to hearing those. Um, other than that, it's a pretty standard week. We've got Premier League full fixture list, Championship full fixture list, same with League One, same with League Two. So as usual, we'll pick out our main highlights, then we'll look at the bomb-proof travels for this week and fantasy football as well. And we also have a special giveaway. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, so just to give something back to the profit chasers, uh, we are giving away a 1990 to 1992 official Umbro remake of the Italia 90 uh, home shirt. It's an absolute beauty. We're giving it away on our, um, on our Twitter. So best thing to do if you're interested in that, um, absolutely free to enter. All you have to do is follow our account and retweet. So the account is T underscore FB podcast. We're going to run it for a week or so. And basically we'll pick a, a winner at random and then we'll mail it out to you uh, just as a little extra to say thank you for the support because recently our, our figures have been as high as they've ever been. So we feel like we should give something back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, please do go on and enter that. As Tom said, T underscore FB podcast is our Twitter handle. Um, let's get on with the show, shall we, for this week? Starting with the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. We've got a Friday night game. Aston Villa against Everton. Anything you fancy here? Villa 9-4, to draw 13-5, to Everton 23-20. to Yeah, not Villa. <laughs> not Villa. <laughs> Poor. Not 100% sure, you know, if I'm overly confident in Everton, um, they haven't actually won any of their last seven away games. Um, it's a battle of two classic Premier League teams, aren't they? Absolutely classic, these yeah. two. Um, it's good to see them going head-to-head against each other again. In terms of what I would go for, uh, I think I would go for under 2.5 goals. Uh, that would be my tip for this game. That's mainly because of Everton rather than because of Villa. I think Villa can be quite, are going to be quite leaky this year, uh, as they've you know, shown they haven't kept a clean sheet yet, although you know, there's only two games in. And Everton seem to be pretty rigid. I said at the start of the season, I felt they were lacking a striker, a real goal, goal scorer. Um, and you know, I, I've been proved right so far. Um, 11 to 10 is the price for under 2.5. Um, I think there are better bets to have this weekend, but it will certainly be an interesting Friday. What about you, Tom? They're uh, Everton's first two games, 0-0 against Palace, 1-0 against Watford. So 
they've hardly uh, been first on match of the day, have they? No, very much the opposite. Um, I agree with your tip. Nothing else that I fancy for this game. Just to watch it and, I guess, try to enjoy it. I doubt it's going to be that enjoyable, to be honest. I don't think it will. Like I said, Villa, I think if you put, you know, Villa, Villa Bournemouth, great example, right? Two teams that probably favour going forward as opposed to the other way. And I don't know, Everton just seem bland to me at the moment. I'm sure they'll get better, but right now they seem pretty structured and, and pretty bland. So under 2.5. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to Saturday then. The 12.30 uh, Norwich Chelsea. Norwich, a big price if you fancy him, 16 to 5. So over 3 to 1 for the home side. If I had to go for anything here, I'd be looking at Pookie, anytime goal scorer, 6 to 4. Feed the fin and he will score. That man is on fire. <laughs> yeah, he looked all right opening day as well, didn't he? Uh, you know, he's at Anfield, so, you know, it's not, not easy, you know, a striker for a newly promoted side, but. Boy, was he deadly against Newcastle. He was yeah. the difference, wasn't he? Yeah. Joe Linton missed a... Uh... By the way, my, I was watching football and watching the uh, Norwich game with my wife, okay? And it's, I'm never, ever going to forget this, but she asked me why Joe Linton has his first name on his shirt. <laughs> she thought his name was Joe Linton. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Joe Linton. Oh, and yeah. now I can't unsee it. Yeah. I can't unsee it. Yeah, it's the way it's pronounced as well. It's, it's, it's that's, that's the thing, because it's pronounced like... Yeah, she said, why has he got his first name on his shirt? And that, honestly, it, she's ruined it for me. <laughs> but anyway, he had, a, he had a chance, didn't he, to put him one nil up, he didn't. And Pookie, uh, Pookie was... Uh, he came up pucker, didn't he? Pookie pucker. Yes, he did. <laughs> he did. What um, do you, Tom, can, I ask you a question? can I ask you a question? What do you think to Chelsea at the moment? Because... The negativity around Chelsea at the minute is uh, is is gathering a little bit of pace, I think. I oh, don't buy into it. Don't buy into the negativity. Um, I think Graham Souness said this, actually. He said that Lampard's got the hardest job of any Chelsea manager in the Abramovich era. And I think, considering the transfer ban that they've got, they've lost the best player in Hazard, unable to really replace him. Um, I, I don't think he's far wrong, to be honest. So I think all of this criticism that Chelsea are getting I don't buy into it at all. I think they'll be fine this season. Um, well, I say fine. I think they will. They should finish top six. Um, I think they'll, they'll do all right considering the circumstances. So, uh, I think looking at their games, they had the, the Man U loss yeah. is poor, but two all against Liverpool in the Super Cup, that's not a bad result, losing on penalties. And then I think tiredness, as we mentioned actually on the last podcast in the game against Leicester, they were far the better side in the first half. Then a bit of tiredness just crept in from that Super Cup extra time and penalties. And, you know, they were second best in the second half. But they'll be, I think they'll be OK. Agreed. Yeah. Just wanted to get your, get your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, I think Chelsea are going to be absolutely fine. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people as well. Uh, got some... Got some good young players coming through. Pulisic looks like he's going to be an absolutely fantastic signing. Um, in terms of yeah, the does. Norwich Chelsea game, uh, I think both teams to score is something that I'd be looking at four to seven. Um, obviously, you know we've spoke about Norwich. They were very expansive away at, away at Anfield. Um, they were on the front foot against Newcastle, and I think at home they're really going to go for the throats, especially seeing Chelsea as kind of a wounded animal. I think. 
they'll come out flying. And uh, I think I don't think you can deny Chelsea mm. a goal. Um, Pulisic Mount looks like he's made no. going to make the step up, no problem. And yeah, for me, both teams to score is what I'd go for. Yeah, okay, I agree with that. So let's move on to three o'clock. So you've got Brighton, Southampton, Man United, Palace, Sheffield United, Leicester, and Watford, West Ham. Uh, United stand out as the obvious one to beat Palace. They're four to eleven to get the win. But I'm not expecting you to have any issues with me saying Man United should comfortably win that four to eleven. But the price is crap. Agreed. Move on. <laughs> Anything else from the other three? Uh, there's a there's something I like. I like the look of. Uh, it's in the Sheffield United Leicester game. Um, I like the Sheffield United have been very resilient, haven't they so far? Uh, they got that. Yeah, they got that 86th minute Billy Sharp goal that cost me a treble on opening day. Thanks for that, Billy. Um, and then they managed to get their victory, obviously on the weekend, uh, back at home at Bramall Lane. They've got Leicester at home. It's not going to be an easy game. Uh, arguably the hardest game that they've had so far. Um, I'm liking Sheffield United double chance. Four to seven. So it's not the best price you'll ever see, but I think Sheffield United at Bramall Lane, you know, I think they're going to be tough. I think they're going to be like Norwich. I, I feel like they might be quite poor on the road, but I feel like they'll, they'll really go for it at home. And uh, yeah, I feel like they've got enough about them to, to get the draw. Um, I would, I don't like tipping draws typically, uh, but I could see this maybe being a one-one. So if you don't like double chance, the draw is nine to four itself. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, I'd go completely the opposite way, to be honest. Oh, I'd be looking at Leicester Ooh. to get the win here at five to four. It's not anything you put your mortgage on this game, absolutely not. But if I had to no. choose between the three results. I'd be looking at Leicester at 5-4. to four. Um, Good draw against Chelsea, really. Then away at Stamford Bridge and you argue on the second half, they had chances to win it. Um, and then nothing wrong with drawing against Wolves on, on opening day. So two solid results against sides you'd expect to be in the top eight in the Premier League this season. Um, and if Leicester have got real ambitions, if they're serious about breaking into the top six, particularly in a season where Chelsea are weaker, you need to be beating these teams like Sheffield United away from home. They've got to be. You know, for me, Leicester have got to win this game, considering the ambitions they've got. They do have to win this kind of game because the margin for error at the top is, is so small. But I, I think Sheffield United have shown enough to, yeah. uh, to you know, a double chance bet for me is, is where I'd go. I feel like they've shown enough to warrant that. Okay. Shall we look at the five thirty Liverpool Arsenal? I just want to say, I just want to say, I'm so happy that you've skipped the Watford West Ham game and Brighton Southampton. Keep running and never look back. Those two <laughs> games, poor blimey, ain't got a clue what to say. But yeah, Liverpool Arsenal five thirty. Um, who are you going for? Yeah, Liverpool nine to twenty, draw four to one. Arsenal nineteen to four, so just under five to one. Liverpool looked less than convincing towards the end against Southampton in their last game. But, you know, two wins in the league so far. Uh, they won the Super Cup. So, you know, you can't really complain other than the fact they're not keeping clean sheets like they were at the end of last season. I think Liverpool are going to win this game and both teams will score. The prize for that is 8-5. to five. Uh, 
the reason I say that is because we look at all of Arsenal's firepower, you know, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Pepe. They seem really good going forward. Suspect, as always, at the back. Um, Liverpool, surprisingly, they've not kept a clean sheet in their first three games in this of this season across all competitions. Uh, obviously, yeah. the loss of Alisson is a big one. But I just think, you know, considering how good Arsenal have been going forward, Liverpool's not not weakness, but they've not been as good as they should be at the back um, or as good as we expect them to be this season. And then obviously, they're very good going forward. Two teams, very good going forward, weaker defensively. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the alternative bet that I'd be looking at, which is very, very similar, over 2.5 goals. So that is four to nine. Uh, that kind of takes away the result aspect if you're not 100% convinced by Liverpool, uh, even though I agree with you, I think they'll win. Um, I think there'll be goals over 2.5 is 4 to 9. Uh, I think that's a, an interesting price. Yeah. Okay, so let's move to Sunday then. We've got three games. Bournemouth City, Spurs-Newcastle, Wolves-Burnley. Uh, City way at Bournemouth at 2 to 11. Should win. Crap price. Spurs at home to Newcastle, one to five, should win, crap price. Anything to expand upon that for you? Or... Not really, no. Uh, I think Bournemouth are going to be in for an absolute hiding. I think that's going to be a bloody cricket score, that one. Yeah, and then I can see it. Tottenham, Newcastle, agreed. Less, less flamboyant, but a home win. And Wolves, Burnley. Really not sure where to go on this one. Uh, Ashley Barnes obviously started off uh, the season really well. Wolves got that creditable draw uh, with United on Monday night. I think you just sit back and enjoy that one, don't you? Yeah, yeah. If I had to pick, I'd go for Wolves four to five. But uh, yeah, you never know with Burnley. Yeah, well, they've got odd, a few more goals on this season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Dwight McNeil's a big part of that. He's he's really coming of age and. Uh, I expect him to attract some interest. If not January, then the summer. I think he uh, he looks a promising promising winger. Yeah, it's worth saying as well, Wolves are playing Torino as well on Thursday night in the Europa League, like another Europa League qualification game. So uh, their fixture lists, are, you know, they've had a lot of fixtures in a short space of time. So um, at some point, this, this is going to catch up with them, I'm sure. Whether it's this weekend or not, I don't know, but... Um, yeah, that's just something to bear in mind before you go chucking all your money on Wolves. Yeah, yeah, the Europa League hangover. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Championship then, shall we? Anything that you'd like to pick out straight from this bunch of games? Well, the first thing that I'll say, Profit Chasers, is due to my commitments on Wednesday night, we're actually recording this on Tuesday. So some of the championship games have been played and some have not. Mm. Um, with that being said, we'll do the very best that we can uh, with the fixtures that are left. So I am going to follow suit with a, a tip that I had from last weekend that came in on my treble. Basically, basically I had Derby, uh, double chance, against Stoke, uh, Stoke at home. That game was a draw. Thank you, Derby. Now Stoke have an even tougher home game. Uh, they are playing Leeds United at home. 
Leeds obviously started off really well. Uh, two wins and a draw from their first three league games. Uh, Leeds' double chance is one to three. So we're definitely getting a worse price. Uh, but I think you can get Leeds on the nose. I think Leeds 11 to 10. Um, again, Stoke fans unhappy with how they performed. And that result looks especially bad, seeing that Derby followed up that draw by losing at home to a, a quite depleted and kind of average Bristol City side, I think. So I think that makes the result look a lot worse. Leeds, double chance is what I want to tip, which is one to three um, on the nose, 11 to 10. I think if as long as you go towards the Leeds equation, you, you'll get a winner. Yeah, I think Leeds have definitely got enough about them to get the three points there. Stoke, rock bottom of the championship. Um, yeah, struggling big time. Uh, a team that could surprise as an outsider, Reading. I know you don't like Reading, as you've stated many times on this show, but they got a really impressive <laughs> win, 3-0 against Cardiff last Sunday. So they're away at West Brom on Wednesday, so we've not seen that game. But on Saturday, they're away at Huddersfield. Now, this is a Huddersfield side who are currently managerless, having sacked their manager after three games. That's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. But, um, yeah, it's the Huddersfield side who have been really poor this season. They've lost two and drawn one of their opening three games. Again, they play on Wednesday, so we've not seen their result from, uh, from the midweek games. But... You know, considering the turmoil that's around Huddersfield at the moment and how impressive Reading were against Cardiff, George Puskas, what a debut from him, by the way, young lad. He looks like a right find if, if he, you know, if that's not just a one-off and he continue that week in, week out. Uh, I think they're good value at 11 to 4. Um, you could take a little bit of a safety net and go for the double chance on that, which is 8 to 11. So, you know, that's not bad for me. Yeah, I can't stand Reading, but what are you going to do? Um, yeah, got Puskas got 10 in 33 at Palermo last season at Siri, uh, Siri C, I believe. B. 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 Was it Siri B? Yeah. yeah Interesting. B. It's still basically the conference north, but yeah, um, seems like he uh, is a good little find. And, yeah, if you fancy Reading, you can uh, get them at a decent outside price there. Um, let's talk about Nottingham Forest. Back-to-back away games. Um, traditionally not been the best on the road under their last, I don't know, 42 managers. I can't even remember how many we've had. Um, they are away <laughs> at Charlton midweek. I am relatively confident for that game. To be honest, um, I, I think you know maybe a draw or so. Charlton are third, and they have to be respected. Um, however, on Saturday, I think we may come up a little bit short. Uh, we were absolutely outstanding against Birmingham, but we were playing against Sabutio players. Uh, the the Birmingham effort was absolutely minimal, um, so I wouldn't read too much into that. Um, Fulham is a completely different kettle of fish. Uh, despite losing on opening day, they've bounced back and they've beaten Blackburn at home 2-0 and an impressive win over Huddersfield away 2-1. Um, for me, Fulham are the favourites here, rightfully so, 13-20 to 20 
Uh, Forest outsiders nine to two. I think this season, uh, although it's early to kind of guess trends, Forest traditionally have been a, a side that are very good at home, quite poor away, and I expect that to continue. To be honest, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, so I feel like we could get a goal, but um, yeah, it's a yeah. tough ask for us to yeah. beat Fulham away. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see Forrest scoring, uh, but you know, I, my question is, you know, we've got Dawson in there, who is, you know, about of about as good as a natural leader as it gets. You know, Nottingham born and bred, but you know, apart from that, we've got a lot of flimsy players, and I think on the road, not even against Fulham, just against anyone really. And you need a few more, few more men to stand up and be resilient. I feel like we've got some, uh, some softies. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's not too much else I like the look of in the championship. If I had to go for one other thing, I'd be looking at Swansea at home to Birmingham on the Sunday. Uh, Swansea are priced at seventeen to twenty to start of the season very well. Again, another team that play on the Wednesday nights. So we've seen that. Thing. But um, as of recording, the fifth in the league, seven points from their first three games, two wins and a draw. Um, they're a team that have been particularly good at home, and Birmingham, likewise, tend to perform much better at home than they do on the road. So this is a Swansea side that have definitely got goals in them. They could surprise a few people this season, I think, and finish higher up than a lot of people predicted uh, before the season started. Um, I think if they weren't pushing for playoffs, considering their start, They'd be uh, pretty disappointed, I think. So, seventeen to twenty could be a decent price there for the Swans. Agreed. Yes, as well as my final tip for the second tier, which is Derby County and West Bromwich Albion, both teams to score. That's priced at four to six. Every game that West Brom have played in so far in any competition has been both teams to score. Uh, they average over two point five goals per game. Uh, Derby County. Three of their five games in all competitions and three of four league games have been both teams to score. Um, I feel like West Brom are set up to entertain this season. Slavin Bilic is definitely an attack-minded manager. Uh, Philip Koku, obviously, we, we don't know that much about how he wants his team to play still. Um, but so far, it's looking that Derby are are pretty leaky at the back um, and relatively attractive going forward. So I think it's a match made in heaven for both teams to score shout at four to six. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's look at League One then, shall we? Uh, anything that you like the look of from League One? There's definitely a team that I want to I want to talk about. Um, I think we owe we owe someone an apology, Tom. I think. Who's that? Yeah, I think we owe Lincoln City an apology. Oh yeah, yeah we, we do. Yeah, uh, yeah we do. They uh, they were they were placed. What were they? Maybe fourth or fifth favourites. Yes, for promotion. Like about fifth favourites for promotion. Yeah, they were pretty high up there, and and me and Tom thought that was absolutely ridiculous. To be honest, we thought they might finish maybe tenth or so, tenth or twelfth. I think we said. Uh, we didn't think they'd go down, but definitely didn't think they'd start the way they've started. Uh, they've won three and lost one of their first four league games. 
they're away at a Doncaster side that looked very different to the Doncaster side of last season. Technically, technically, you could say that Doncaster haven't lost yet. So if you're of a Donny persuasion, that's how you're making yourself feel a bit better, I suppose. Uh, but before a victory over Fleetwood um, on the 17th of August, they did lose against Grimsby in the Carabao Cup. They drew away at Rochdale. They drew with Gillingham. Uh, they've lost John Marquise. They seem to be a little depleted, and Darren Moore's got quite a job on his hands. Lincoln, they are coming off the back of a defeat. So I am tipping a team that's come off the back of a defeat against the team that's come off the back of a win. Uh, but I think Lincoln have got the feel-good factor, the surprise factor as well in the league. Um, double chance is pretty safe. Four to nine, draw or Lincoln. But if you fancy Lincoln on the nose, which I think is, is definitely possible, 13 to eight, Lincoln uh, in second, Doncaster 12. You mentioned Fleetwood as you were uh, speaking about Doncaster. They are priced at four to five at home mm-hmm. to Accrington. Unbeaten at home, I think, would so far this season in their four games. They lose their away game, like you mentioned, to Doncaster. They look like they're going to be better at home, like most teams are, to be fair, than away. Accrington just look like the hopeless home and away. Four to five for Fleetwood is a pretty decent price against a team who are tipped for relegation, proven me very much correct. As it stands, you know, they're 21st in the league, in the relegation zone. It's just one point from the opening three games. Um, no wins there. So should be a comfortable win, Fleetwood, if they perform as they most certainly can. Yeah, agreed. Um, Fleetwood, uh, you know, as we mentioned, dark horses, aren't they really, for promotion? Joey Barton definitely has yep. his... Uh, has his uh, has his target set on those promotion spots. Uh, got a bit of money behind him. So, yeah, definitely Fleetwood for me as one that I had wrote down. Um, let's talk about Blackpool. Blackpool, Blackpool, Blackpool. Um, top of the league. Uh, I don't mean to be that person, but I did say they were going to be in for a great season. Um, they were you know, someone that I tipped for the playoffs. I'm not going to say... I thought they were going to win the league. Uh, but they are top. And they are enjoying a great uh, start to the season. So got a little bit of a target on their back of the Seasiders. Tough game away at Rochdale, who seem to be largely you know, in the thick of maybe a mid-table battle this season. Uh, they have drawn to Doncaster, thrashed Bolton in the Carabao Cup, drew away at Shrewsbury and lost uh, to Sunderland. So. A little bit of a mixed start. Blackpool, definitely a uh, team I'd be leaning towards. Again, the double chance does seem to be um, a kind of more secure uh, measured bet. So Blackpool on the nose, seven to five. uh, But draw or Blackpool, double chance, two to five. Um, Blackpool have got the feel-good factor and uh, they're looking good. There's one more game in League One, which I think we should give a mention to. There's not too much to say about it. Sunderland at home to AFC Wimbledon. Sunderland priced at 8-15 to for the victory. I see no reason why AFC Wimbledon would cause an upset and get a, get a point at least from 
from their game uh, at the Stadium of Light. I think Sunderland should win this pretty comfortably. FC Wimbledon, just above the relegation zone, they've not had a single win from any of their opening four games. Yeah, um, Wimbledon gave uh, Ipswich a bit of a fright in midweek, didn't they, uh, before uh, ending up on the losing side. And yeah, Sunderland is, is another tough task for them. Let's move on, League Two. I'm going to get us started with one of the surprises of the season so far for me. Um, Cambridge United. Uh, Cambridge have been languishing for a couple of seasons uh, towards the bottom of the league. Uh, Under uh, Colin Calderwood, they have had a great start to this season. I am sorry, used fans, but I don't think it's going to last too long. But enjoy it whilst it does. They are sat in third, joint second. Two wins and two draws from their opening few games. They're back at home. Uh, They are playing Oldham Athletic um, at the Abbey Stadium. And for me, Cambridge, 11 to 10 is a really good price. You've got Oldham, who have had a dreadful start to the season. Uh, They are second bottom at the moment, just the one draw from the opening four games. Feels like there's still a bit of a hangover from last season. There was a lot of problems behind the scenes. That seems to have continued. Uh, They haven't won in the last four games uh, in all competitions, Oldham. And Cambridge, riding the wave, uh, they have, so far this season, drawn with Bradford away, uh, obviously one of the promotion favourites. Drew 0-0 to playoff finalist Newport. They've beaten Brentford away um, on penalties um, in the Carabao Cup. And they've beaten Colchester away, another promotion favourite. And they've beaten Scunthorpe at home. And although Scunthorpe has started badly, they're recently relegated. So they've had a really tough start, Cambridge. And 11-10 to 10 for a team on that wave against second bottom. Absolute banker. Love that price. Yeah, it is a good price. Fair play to Cambridge. <laughs> a lot of people, including as I mentioned, didn't expect them to do very well at all this season. But, you know, they're grinding out results. Uh, now they're starting to score goals as well. So, fair play to them for that. Um, a team I would advise people to not go anywhere near is Mansfield. They're priced at 4-5 to five at home to Stevenage. Um, Mansfield, probably, what, the most exciting team to follow so far? In League Two this season, they've scored eight, conceded seven, had three two-all draws across across all competitions, and also lost three-two. Uh, so goals galore in both ends. You just don't know what's good, which Mansfield are going to turn up. They're two and up against Leighton Orient at home in midweek, and they lost three-two, conceded three goals in the second half. It's so unpredictable, so so unpredictable. The potential to score is there but so is the potential to concede. So that's why I'm saying at, the, at that price, don't go near Mansfield. Not worth the risk. Um, as for a team I do like the look of, I can't look beyond Plymouth at home to Walsall. Two sides relegated from League One last season. However, they both had differing starts to this season in League Two. Uh, Peterborough adjusted fairly comfortably. They're in sixth at the moment. Uh, two wins a draw and a defeat from their opening four games. Also, they're in 16th, uh, so struggling a little bit more. Um, one win, two draws, one loss. Uh, they've only actually scored two and conceded mm-hmm. two, so 
very dull and drab a Walsall at the moment. But Plymouth should have that extra bit of quality, I think. Uh, yeah, Plymouth um, are one of my favourites for promotion this year. Uh, good budget, good manager. Took a lot of the uh, Berry players, as we've mentioned before, on Warsaw. They they just don't really have any zip about them, do they, at the moment as as a club? So, yeah, Plymouth for me, uh, for sure. Um, I like. That. I think there's some tasty games that are definitely worth uh, worth looking at. You got Newport Crew. I think that's going to be a really good game. Uh, two teams that are going to be right up there. Have no idea what to uh, tip the profit chasers, by the way. Uh, and also, you've got Bradford Forest Green. Now Bradford started off pretty, pretty kind of slowly, didn't they? They they drew their first two games, and we weren't a hundred percent sure, you know, if they were going to have a bit of a hangover. Now, if you look at the league table right now, as I'm doing, they've conceded one. They've won two, drew two of their four games. They've scored four, and they are second in the league. So it that kind of sluggish start seems like a distant memory, to be honest. Um, they are playing against a Forest Green side, however, that is wildly unpredictable. Um, I am going to go towards Bradford. Um, again, Forest Green scare me. They are a little bit kind of unpredictable like similar to Mansfield just not as self-destructive now let me tell you why I, 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 I'm going to go for Bradford who are by the way 10 to 11 at home number one Bradford are at home number one number two Forest Green I feel like they've played some really poor sides um, so far so they beat Oldham 1-0 on opening day they drew away at Walsall we just mentioned they've not made the best start they squeezed past Grimsby 1-0 um, and they lost to Port Vale last time out on the road. And for me, that doesn't really strike me with much confidence. If you uh, throw into that mix that you're going to go away to a Bradford side that has won the last two games, um, I think you, know, you, might, you, might see, uh, you might see a victory for, for the Bantam boys. I agree. Bradford started well, haven't they, really? bit slow, like you mentioned, to get off the mark, but uh, you know, their budget, their manager, their players, they're, they're a step above League 2 level, really, so uh, they should get a win there against Forest Green. Um, I've got no more. <laughs> Same. <laughs> right, that's that then. That wraps up the tips for this week. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to recap last week's bomb-proof trebles. Right, we'll start with my one. Um, I'm not having the best of luck, to be honest, guys, so far this season. No excuses, though. We'll recap this in full. I had Leeds to beat Wigan, and they did so 2-0. You also had Oxford on the double chance against Blackpool, but the Tangerines won it 2-1. And I had Clow Mansfield both teams to score. I was convinced this was going to be both teams to score. The amount Mansfield concede, yeah. but no. <laughs> The one game they decided to keep a clean sheet, that was 2-0 to Mansfield. The stats backing that game up for both teams to score was absolutely outrageous. I know. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was like nothing else was possible, yeah. but that's football for you. That's, that's the way football. it goes. Um, I, yeah, it is, mate. It is. And I, when, you can, when you talk about that's the way it goes, wow, did my treble come close. Um, I had... 
two three o'clock kickoffs. One was Luton and West Brom, both teams to score, and that was in. It was 2-1 to West Brom. He also had Derby on the double chance away at Stoke, and that was 2-all. And as you all know, as you all know, I had Man City to beat Tottenham and both teams to score. Uh, that was the 5.30 kickoff, and that ended 2-2 after having a 90-second minute Gabriel Jesus' goal disallowed by VAR for what is the most ridiculous handball I've ever seen. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was about to smash my laptop, TV, uh, absolutely anything that was breakable nearly went. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh, I was fuming. I chucked a beer over, all over the lounge for no reason when they scored that goal. Or thought they scored that <laughs> goal. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that was so unlucky. You know, you've your look's been really, really, really bad, hasn't it? Um, these last couple of weeks. You had the Billy Sharp goal against Bournemouth the weekend before. Yeah. Uh, so that cost us trouble late, really late yeah. in the day. And then, obviously, you think it can't get any worse, and it does with a 90-second-minute VAR overruling um, to disallow that Man City goal. So, really, really tough look um, for you there. But, you know, I think if we take the positives from it, what it does show is that you're looking in the right places, aren't you? You know, you're tipping the right things and just getting a bit of hard luck with uh, with late goals and VAR not going for us and that kind of thing. So, I'm sure it'll turn. It'll turn. It will, it will. And and the VAR thing, um, everyone's covered it, so I'm not just going to repeat what pundits are saying. But, you know, it's it's not that, oh, you know what, that goal was disallowed because he was half a yard offside. Do you know what I mean? And VAR got it right. Yeah. How you can disallow a goal for that is, is, is beyond belief. It, it's crazy, but it happened. Um, just, to re- just to recap, the joint treble that we had, which was Leeds, who won Derby double chance, who drew, was let down by the Oxford double chance. Uh, they lost to Blackpool. So, new week, new opportunity. All four leagues in action. So, if you are new to the show and you're wondering what a bombproof treble is and what on earth we're talking about, this is the part of the show where me and Tom put together all of our research, knowledge, tips, gut feeling, whatever it is we have, into some trebles. Hopefully, we can provide some winning tips and we can all bash the bookies together and everyone finishes the weekend happy. So, Tom, take it away, my friend. I don't know if you've got anything that you fancy this week. So my treble for this weekend is starting in League One, we're going to go for Sunderland at home to AFC Wimbledon, 8-15. to Fleetwood at home to Accrington, 4-5. to And we're going to let it roll over to the Sunday for Swansea at home to Birmingham, 17-20. to So the treble pays 0.1 to 1. £10 stake returns £51. £5 stake returns about £25. Yeah, mate, home is where the heart is. Absolutely. Love it, love it. And the fact that it's going to roll over to the Sunday as well just adds that extra bit of uh, anticipation, doesn't it? <laughs> it certainly does. Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, nice, mate. All right, so I am going to read mine out. Um, surprisingly, I thought you were going to choose 
quite a few teams that I wanted because uh, I had a treble wrote down. You didn't choose a single one. So oh, that's good, isn't it? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. Right, so <laughs> we're going to start off in the championship. We are going to go for Fulham at home to Nottingham Forest. Yeah. They are priced at 13 to 2. What? You backstabber. <laughs> Mate, honestly, if it wins, I'm all for the profit. <laughs> right? The boys in red, that I, I have no confidence in them on the road right now. Me, I honestly don't read too much into the Birmingham game. I watched it. Birmingham were a joke, an absolute <laughs> joke. So, anyway, sorry, Profit Chasers, we were interrupted then. All right, so we're going to go for Fulham at home to Nottingham Forest. We're going to drop down into League Two. Uh, I think, personally, this is the best week to bet in League Two that we've had so far. I'm going to go for Cambridge at home to Oldham, and priced at 11 to 10. And I'm going to go for Plymouth at home to Warsaw. They are priced at evens. That, for £10, returns 69.30 back. Fulham, Cambridge, Plymouth, another home is where the heart is treble. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, li- I like it. I don't like backstab Forest as much. I feel, if I'm on it, I feel like mine's better. Do you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, your do. Swansea, your Swansea is a little dodgy to me, but I suppose that's my Fulham, right? You think mm. Fulham are a bit dodgy? I think Swansea might be a bit dodgy. Well, anyway, that leads us on nicely to the joint treble. I think it's fair to say there's not going to be any Fulham or Swansea on the joint treble. No. So, shall we uh, divide something together? I really like Fleetwood from yours. Accrington are a joke. Yeah, they are. I reckon we should take Fleetwood and Sunderland and then you nominate one of your choice. Right, okay. So even though I've been in slightly better form than you, I get to choose one team, you get two. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. Anyway, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue because we're a team and we have been for two years or so now. So, you know, I'm not going to throw my toys out of the pram. Um, but let's have a look then. So, profit chasers, we are just totaling this up. Fleetwood and who else? Sunderland. Sunderland. All right. So, the joint treble is going to be as follows: League One, Sunderland eight to fifteen, home to Wimbledon. Fleetwood four to five, home to Accrington. And Cambridge is the team that I'm going to nominate from mine. Eleven to ten at home to Oldham, £10 on is going to return you 57 back. Nice. Okay. Come on, Cambridge. Cambridge concerned me because it's Cambridge. Um, but, okay, you know, you're in good form. Who am I to argue with you considering the form you're in? So. Hey, it's, it's, mate, it's feel-good factor. I love, I love betting feel-good factor. It's my favourite thing in the world. Yeah, you definitely, that's true. <laughs> I absolutely love it. But anyway, um, let's talk about let's talk about um, how to keep in touch with the show. After no, let's, because... let, let's talk about fantasy football first. Oh, bugger, yeah, fantasy football. Bloody hell, I'm getting ahead of myself. Now, I quite enjoy this section now. What I'll call last week, last week was a bit of a, uh, 
you know, it's like a course correction. You know, I had a torrid first week. I was right near the bottom of the league. This week, um, I've been justified in my team selections and my picks. I've gone up to the dizzy heights of 119th in our league. 119th. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Reason being, the reason I'm so scared is um, how many teams are in the league? 180. You know? Oh, God. That's a that's worrying that I'm cons- that I'm relieved that there's that many teams because I'm sat I'm sat 164th and I thought if I'm bottom at any stage in this entire league at any stage I'm just going to remove myself because there's no <laughs> way I can be bottom no way I had a torrid I got like 30 points I, I, I was crap. Nothing on our current leaders in the league. So, Cruel and the Gang, Darren Venn, we've got Charlie Conran, Sean McCarthy, Jack Flaherty, Tom Bridges, Peter Harding, Niall McNally, Dan Bell. Uh, some uh, podcast fantasy football regulars still up there. I've really got a knack for it, some of these guys. But Darren Venn, 166 points, uh, leading the way, smashing it. Absolutely smashing it. Some some absolute wily old foxes up there, isn't there? I feel like now McNally and and Chris Hindle and all those guys, they're they're like the the Allardyces and the and the Pulises. Do you know what I mean? They're just wily old foxes, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> know know the game inside out, them lot. So okay. yeah, fair play to them, making me look like an absolute mug yet again. So if you do uh, want to join the league, guys. The code will be in the podcast show notes and we'll also put it on social media or you can just message us if you can't find it and we'll happily give it to you. £20 free bet for the winner. So can't join. You'll uh, join at your rightful place, however many points you've got now. You'll join wherever you should do, should do within our league. So, yeah, all to play for. It's competitive. Um, you'll be above Tom and probably myself. So <laughs> come on and join. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so true as well. It's so true. You you'll slot perfectly above me, <laughs> guaranteed. But um, yeah, guys, join in. It's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, you can do that. And also, you can keep in touch with us after the show. So we mentioned at the top that we're doing a little giveaway right now. So it's a great time to follow us on social media if you haven't done already. Um, so T underscore FB podcast is the Twitter bio, uh, www.facebook.com slash footballbettingpodcast is the Facebook page. And you can also email us if you you know want to keep it private. I don't know, whatever. Footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And if you have enjoyed the show, guys, we'd really appreciate it if you would leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to the podcast, be it iTunes, Spotify, um, Stitcher, any of the other random podcast providers that are out there. Just as a thank you for, for our time, and maybe you've won a bit of money from the tips as well. So we'd really appreciate that. Are we? Are we even on all them bloody platforms? I never heard of half of them. Have you put us on there? Yeah, I think we are. I hope we are. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people would tell us if we're not. <laughs> no yeah. problems. But yeah, thank you very much, guys. Um, very much looking forward to seeing who gets involved with the competition, and hopefully we can uh, bounce back and win some uh, win some bets this weekend for everyone.
Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for listening as ever, guys, and we shall see you next week.